Do you like retro games? Check out the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast, hosted by Jason Robbins and Derek Diamond, where every week they review old games and cover the latest retro gaming news. Go to nerdcaveretro.com to join the Discord community. If you like the Open Micers Podcast but think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court Podcast, hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Do you believe in ghosts, UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? We are ready to believe you. Join our spirited hosts, Carlos and Wally, as they investigate real ghost videos, discuss guest experiences, and research the real-life origins of some of our favorite horror movies with a dash of Ghostbusters news thrown in from the home office. So, if you believe, you don't, or somewhere in between, join us as we try to unravel the mysteries of the paranormal on Ready to Believe You, wherever podcasts are available. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Robbie Hennig. Just drop that ass, bitch, it's open micers in the house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Jason with his bald ass head, Jacob looking in bed. It's open micers, bitch, heard what I said. Drop that ass, drop that ass, open micers in the house. Drop that ass, pop that pussy, open micers in the house. Open micers in the house, open micers in the mouse. Drop that ass, pop that pussy, open micers in the house. The mic is now open. That's right. The mic is now open. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and I unfortunately listened to that song three times tonight, and I don't like it. <laughs> it's all right, though. Uh, it's not, dude. It's, it's not. So this is the second episode that we're recording tonight. It's a Christmas uh, miracle we, is what's happening. It, yes, it's a Christmas miracle. We just we just wrapped our episode with Brandy Posey from a couple of weeks ago, and now we're recording this episode to go out on Christmas because, no, we're not recording on Christmas, but we're also not going to rob you of your beautiful Open Micers content that you are so owed as listeners for this podcast. And our vlog should be out. Uh, by, by the time this drops, the vlog will have been out for our uh, Pensacola show, which we're editing uh, right now. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it if you're a patron. Very fun. Very good. Very fun times. Good stuff. Me, mine and Jason's full sets are in there, so you you essentially get free comedy, even though you didn't have to be there to watch it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I I, I hated watching the video back because like I knew the kind of laughs I got on stage, and then listening to the video back, like it didn't pick up as many laughs as there were in the room. Well, it so depends on where you are, because the, when you recorded my set, you got it from the side of the stage, and you couldn't really hear what I was saying that much, but yeah. you could hear the crowd better. You, I got right in front of the stage, so I could hear you really well, but couldn't hear the crowd very well. Yeah, which sucks, dude, because the crowd was fucking on fire for both of our sets, really. Like, but it like it sounds like I'm doing mediocre on stage when like if you were in the room, everyone was like, "Holy shit, dude, really?" <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a great um, that was a great room. Like everybody was there yeah. to see comedy. They were they were primed. They were ready. And um, I don't know. It was just I felt I felt electricity in the room while I was yeah. on stage, even though. I was really nervous before that show. Like I was scared to death before I stepped on that stage. I'm not going to lie. 
Yeah, I could tell for sure. When I was doing your little pre-interview for it, I was like, oh, he's so scared, dude. I could see it in your eyes. I was like, he's scared shitless right now. And I was like, you think you got it? And you're like, yeah. Okay, buddy. And then, dude, but I don't blame you because like before your set, so Andrew Ferraro was on stage. She was a killer, by the way, like one of the best comedians in the entire Gulf South. And he was up there and he was struggling with the crowd a little bit. And I was like, what's what's happening here? Because he's, you know, he has really good material. He's really funny. I don't like, is this a dud crowd? And then I came to the realization that, oh, he hosts every single show here. So they've all probably already seen him once before. And then Jason gets on stage, someone that they've never seen before. And he lights it on freaking fire. Like Jason does a five minute guest spot that was like, just set the tone for the whole night. Like it was truly incredible to watch someone so bad at comedy do so well on that one night. Uh, well, you know, even, uh, what's a saying I can put right there? Like even a, a blind horse finds water or something like that occasionally. Yep. Even a blind horse fucks if it finds a hole big enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I've, I hadn't done comedy for a while before. Yeah. Except for the one open mic I, I did just to kind of knock the dust off. Uh, like two weeks before that show, I went up to the open mic in, uh, at the Juke Joint in Ocean Springs and did really well with that set that I was going to do. So I was like, you know what? I could either come back the next week and do it again and and risk bombing, which I probably was in my mind. I was like, I need to get the bomb out of the way in case, <laughs> you know, so I don't bomb at the actual show. But I was like, if I do bomb, it's going to kill my uh, confidence going into the show. So I didn't do that second week. And before that, I hadn't been on stage in months. Yeah. So the five, when you told me I was doing that show with Mo, it was kind of like, all right, well, what's five minutes of, of stuff that I know works? So that's pretty much what I did. Yeah, uh, you would have definitely bombed too if you if you had done another mic before then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, probably. Because that was that was the mic that I did before we went to Pensacola. Was I just went to the juke and was planned on doing just five minutes of kind of new stuff to knock the dust off. And there were literally two crowd members, <laughs> and one of them was uh, just a heckler from hell <laughs> who like the host asked her what her job was, and she was like, "We're in the military." Oh. And he said, what do you do in the military? And she said, I'm his wife. So her job <laughs> is military spouse. And What's she's this just weed heckling shit? everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I told you about this already. I got on stage. And I just started yelling until she left. <laughs> and then I did comedy to the one other crowd member for like 15 minutes. See, you should and have I was been just there. throwing out premises. You should have been there the week before because it was a packed house. Everybody was there. Um, a couple of uh, the mobile comedians that we know were there and brought a bunch of people with them. Um, and it was just a lot of comedians that were there that night. And it was just, I don't know, it was just one of those nights that just, just everything went perfectly. And mm-hmm. I, I was just, I, I don't know, I didn't want to tempt fate by you know, bombing and then losing confidence. So I was just like, everything went perfectly. So I'm just going to go into the Mo show um, 
riding a, a that high of doing that that my set really well. Yeah, see, and and that's my thing is like I I knew that I had to get on an actual show to practice before then because like going to mics anymore, especially the ones down here, is so demeaning yeah. to our abilities because like we've seen like the Heath Cordez kid get on Kill Tony and fucking crush it and get a golden ticket and now he's performing in an arena mm-hmm. when like down here on the Huntsville scene he was like middling like not even middling he wasn't even featuring like Delicia Nicholas who we did a show with was like headlining shows that he was on so it's like we have fantastic comedic talent down here and then you go to an open mic and you just die for like for longer than your five minutes because there's no comics so you just die for like 15 minutes. You're just doing anything to try to get a laugh. So I was like, I knew that like I was going to do one mic. Sure. Cause I wanted to get as much stage time as possible, but like I needed to like practice on an actual show where there's actual people to paying to see comedy because yeah. they actually want to laugh. It's just hard to get that here. I mean, it, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk bad <laughs> about, the shows around here, but you know, there are certain people that, you know, make the shows hard to want to be at. So I, I have the perfect way to put this, you know, I personally, I'm done trying to work with producers at all. So every comedy producer in the Gulf South, every single one of them has seen me do comedy. They know me. They know how good I am at comedy. They know my skill set. And they choose to not book me, yeah, which is fine. And I consider most of them my personal friends. They know where I'm at if they want me on a show, if they want, you know, what they know I can do. And a lot of them have done that. That's why Andrew hit me up to do to open for Mo. You know, that's why I'm doing the shows in Mobile sometimes. But I'm done reaching out to producers and begging for shows when the way to actually get something booked is to just ask the headliners yeah, and to just make friends with the other comics and ask if you can do their shows. Well, that's what's good about doing this show because we're getting to know these, you know, national touring comedians. So we can be like, Hey, when you swing through here, can we hop on the show and open for you? Yeah. See, and, and I'm only doing big shows anymore, dude. Like I'm just, maybe I'm, I'm getting too big of an ego, but it's like I'm done doing one-off showcases for $50. Like I'm I'm only doing shows that I feel like matter. You know what I mean? Like the last few shows I've done were Don't Tell, Opening for Mo, Opening for Mo again, Guest Spotting on Ben Bailey. Like that's what I'm doing. Like I'm not going to host a birthday party for $15. Like Sure, I can be a working comic, like a quote-unquote working comic doing that, trying to scrape 10 bucks, but it's like, I would just rather do big shows and feel good about myself. Yeah, same here. I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like doing the, the open mics around here is what kind of put me in the backslide for a long time, because I just, no matter how well I was doing, I felt like I wasn't gaining a foothold anywhere, yeah. because even out of town, you know, like I, I, I went over to Pensacola and just destroyed at this one show that I was put on over there. And the producer was like, man, you did awesome. I want to have you back anytime. Okay. 
email him like a week later, you know, a couple days later, tell him, you know, again, thank you for putting me on the show. You got anything else for me? And then nothing. Don't even, I haven't heard from him in years. I'm just like, I, I'm not playing this game. I'm not doing. Yeah. I mean, dude, a, a producer I've been working with since we started getting paid to do comedy booked me for a show, said he was going to Venmo me some money, never answered my text. And then the last time I saw him, he actually like, we're best friends. So it's like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm done dealing with that when all of the spots we're getting recently are thanks to this show. Like, I got a spot on Ben Bailey because Neil was featuring. So I asked Neil, hey, do you think I can get a spot? And he said, if the producer puts you on it, then you can do a spot. So I messaged Zeke. I was like, hey, can I do a spot? And he was like, show up and we'll see what you can do. And so I got to open for Ben Bailey just by showing up, just yeah. by asking Neil, just by, you know, just by knowing somebody like, and you know, that's, it's kind of the same thing with Mo. Like I'm Mo's Mississippi opener. He's already told me that like, anytime he comes to Mississippi, I can open for him. So anytime I'm opening for him in Mississippi, it's because of him. It's not because of the producer that booked the show. Like he's the headliner. It's his show. They're the ones calling the shots. So I'm just going to try to be friendly and stay good at comedy and not have to like sell my soul for a $50 spot on a crappy show. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We, we've had too many good comedians, uh, touring comedians on this show. Uh, let's just start using this show as our springboard because I'm tired of trying to reach out to producers and stuff like that. I'm just, I, I don't want to play that game. I want to just get out there and do, and do comedy. That's what I want to yeah. do. I don't want to feel like I'm not good enough for your little scene. I, I just yeah. don't. I don't know. This is too old for this shit. You know? Okay, Danny Glover. Lethal <laughs> Weapon's a fantastic Christmas movie, by and the way. And he was like five years younger than I am right now when he was saying he was too old for this shit. So I'm well, definitely then, too old for this shit. <laughs> you're really done with it. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, my thing is like, I think the good karma comes around too because like we've been doing this so long, like promoting other people. So, like, I think a lot of people are starting to see that. Like, we're just kind of promoting other comics. So, you know, they they don't hate the idea of having us coming and doing a show with them. Cause like we had Josh Watts on and he's, I asked him if I could uh, do a guest spot on one of his casino shows in Biloxi. He was like, Guess yeah, what? sure. Come through. I'd love to have you in new Orleans. Both of us are going to be on that show because I talked to him not too long ago about that. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> nice. He, he also, he said his exact words to me were, I don't know who to talk to to stop that from happening. So I guess we can just do whatever. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's going to stop you. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like that's the only way to book any shows down here because everything's a one-off. So it's like, if you happen to know the one-off headliner, the producer doesn't really have much say. Yeah. And blocking you from it. Well, the thing, too, is with this show, and I, I'm not saying we're the best podcast on the planet, but I, I would say we're, we're, a, we're a pretty good comedy-based podcast. I mean, not all the, of our shows are, you know, laugh a minute, like, you know, shit, like a, a morning show or something, but we are talking to and interviewing and talking to uh, nationally touring comedians getting you know the inside scoop on comedy and that's what we do here and i, I don't know I, I 
this is going to be part of my rant for this month on the uh, the openmicers.com the the rant episode but we don't get any respect like in the immediate local area from anyone yeah dude i mean we were just talking about the other day that like as as many people as we've like put on our platform to talk about locally because they've had something to promote or even even if they're not a comedian if they're like a musician if they're a director whatever like anyone that's ever hit us up to come on this show has come on this show yeah and we've and i've gone out of my way to like help people promote stuff and then when it's our time you're like hey we kind of want to get like bigger numbers on our show you think we could like come on your show for once it's like radio silence yeah (laughs) and that's what sucks man is like you give uh, i feel like i constantly am am pushing and promoting other people to do their stuff and and i'm always a, a supportive person supportive friend supportive you know of other podcasts and and try to spread the word of podcasts but when it comes to my podcast it's like just crickets and it, it yeah. bugs me sometimes man it really does you trying to do a cricket noise is that why it was silent yeah it was, it was like just insert a cricket noise and post yeah i'll have to find a cricket that's noise what we can today. do I mean, this is pretty much your open rant for that, though. Like, what are what are you gonna do even after that? Just uh, name names on the Patreon since no well, one's gonna see I was, it. I was going to, but I'm because I was fired up about it uh, when we talked about it not too long ago. Because it really does hurt my feelings that we just don't even with. I feel like as much shit as I've done around here to you know with with. You know, I made a freaking movie <laughs> with Jeremy London and and Brian O'Halloran, like two of my heroes and stuff. You know, like I do all this cool shit. I was a, in a signed band. And even then, like when we were getting signed, it was like hitting a wall with people around here trying to it. There was an it was act, people actively against us at that time because they didn't want us to succeed. And I feel like, is it me? Am I, it's, it's all, I always feel like no matter what I do, there's this, I feel like there's this resistance of people from this area where they just don't want to give me any respect or like, be like, try to help or do anything. Yeah. I, so I am the leader of that resistance and, um, <laughs> I can say a hundred percent that you are dragging this podcast down. So <laughs> oh, I'm just, you should probably figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I think that's the way to do everything, man. Cause it's like, you know, we, we've shown people that like, we're just cool guys trying to promote comedy in this area and trying to talk to cool headliners. Like, I mean, I feel like stuff this next year is going to start coming back to us. Uh, and I mean, we, we've already seen it. Like, uh, Neil's hit me up being like, Hey, I'm coming back to the area. Do you want a feature for me? Like, you know, and that was one of the coolest know. things ever was getting to hang out with Neil in person. Like he, he swung mm-hmm. through here and me and Jacob, along with some other, uh, comedians in the area from mobile and stuff, just went and hung out with him and just did sort of a, just a hangout with him. And, and we, you know, we threw some joke ideas around the table and you know neil threw some 
I like help help me craft some some jokes. I mean, it was just yeah. it was you needed it. Yeah, it was a really cool thing to do, especially of him. He didn't have to do that. Right. Yeah, I mean, he drove out of his way an extra 20 minutes to come hang out with us. But, you know, that's what that guy lives for because he's just, you know, he's doing the same thing we're doing where he's like, I want to help other comics. Like, that's that's literally it. Yeah. But, uh, dude, this, this is, this is going to be our last episode of the year. I know. <laughs> what a year it was. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it was probably the best year in this podcast history, wasn't it? One hundred percent. This this whole like the the level of guests that we've had for this year is insane. Like, I, I yeah, can't you're, even believe. You're I can't even believe the the people you got to be on this show. Like, that's it's all due to you because you're just man. You're. I don't know if you're just bugging these people to the point that they're just like, fine, I'll come on. Just stop emailing me. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. I'm just really smart and good at things, including comedy and podcasting. Um, and they see that they rec- game recognize game. So I'm on Sam Talents level, or they objectively, or they think this is a Make a Wish thing. They might think it's a Make a Wish. They think you're a Make a Wish kid. No, they think you're, uh, the you're seconds kid. away from dying. <laughs> no, I mean, I just I I'm constantly emailing people. That's that's all it is. And you know, I've it's not a secret either. Like any, any podcasters that are like Gulf South comedy podcasters that have asked me like how I get these people on, which is just the first five guys so far, so far, like I've, I've shared everything I know and do with them. Like it's, it's really as simple as sending five emails a day to potential comedians you might have on that are like within your grasp. Like, so don't like email, don't try to email Joe Rogan email freaking you know whoever else like email someone with less than 50k instagram followers well if you look at, at how we've done over this last year and just the steady like uphill rise we've had as far as quality uh, of the guests and everything what do you think the next year is going to be like do you think we'll eventually land somebody like like bill burr or something like that at some point yeah so i think the quality is going to go down severely um i think we're gonna <laughs> really plummet this next year jason yeah. i think we're probably gonna be destitute and probably gonna have to end the podcast I mean, we're already with this episode here we're already plummeting yeah it's so bad so far isn't it it's no one's awful. gonna listen to this this is our christmas <laughs> but it's okay to it's, it's cathartic episode it's cathartic for me to get some shit off my chest i guess so the episode's almost over too by the way <laughs> like we're we're almost <laughs> done with it <laughs> Um, so do you no, think I mean, anybody's going to be at my funeral or, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think more people are going to be at your funeral than you realize, buddy, unless there's like another event happening that day, like a, a happier one. Like what if it's like cruising, uh, not cruising the coast, but uh scraping the coast and like, uh, uh, well, no, no one will be there for just because of the traffic. But like, if you die on Mardi Gras, you're screwed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, what if, uh, little Boosie was in town? And then everybody's at the little Boosie concert. Nobody's at my funeral. And everyone's at the Waffle House trying to get their potatoes cooked. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of being at Jason's funeral. (laughs) I'm going to be the only one there just holding my potato waiting Uh, to go after the funeral to get my potato cooked at the Waffle House. Thank you for waiting until after the funeral to go get your potato cooked at Waffle House. You're welcome. I'm going to weekend at Bernie's you with cooking potatoes. (laughs) Actually, I, I plan on being cremated, so just throw the potato in the crematorium when I'm getting burned 
<laughs> I can just dip it in your ashes like it's uh, like coating it. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do that. After I get cremated, um, take my ashes and mix them like with some mashed potatoes and everybody just like have a big mashed potato mash. party and eat me <laughs> yeah. and their mashed potatoes. That way I can be with all of you. Just the, just a little part of me is in all of you. And shit my pants before, man. The, oh, the Jason dude, is I am my ghost. Potatoes. My ghost and my ashes are gonna make you shit for like a month straight. <laughs> you're gonna tase me from the inside. <laughs> you're just gonna constantly like you're you're gonna have to be hospitalized because you're just constantly shitting. Nice, dude. I'm already almost there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, man. I I I hope that the 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 level of guests keeps increasing. I hope I hope a lot more people. Uh, see that like what we're doing is we're just trying to do trying to promote local comedy in the gulf south and just trying to you know put eyes on national headliners too that we're fans of uh so yeah man i i hope, I hope a big fish or somebody looks at us and, and thinks it, it would be cool to come on yeah because i mean we're steadily seeing so uh, not like huge growth in numbers but we're we're steadily rising in numbers across all the platforms but uh, you know, if you're a fan of the show, please share it with people that you think might like it. If you haven't already, because yeah. that's that's the best way for podcasts to grow is uh, through word of mouth. And you know, being a comedy podcast in a sea of comedy podcasts, it's like man, that, we are we pick like the worst hill to climb as far as podcasts go. Uh, unless we we could either do this or true crime. Like which yeah. ones has more? podcasts in that genre i feel like a worse hill to climb for me would be a literal hill because i wouldn't <laughs> be able to make it up there i have neuropathy yeah uh jason we should wrap it up what yeah. what do you want the last thing that you say on the last episode of 2023 to be uh well, we still got five minutes to burn i mean we're only at 25 minutes so uh, yeah but i mean with ads and music and all that yeah, yeah and it's true. it's christmas the, the listeners can give us the gift of five minutes jason yeah they could i mean i we got five minutes left i could do my act and uh, i would rather not <laughs> <laughs> i would rather burn all this to the ground right now uh um so what was the question i already forgot what do you want the last thing that you say on the last episode of 2023 to be oh um thank you all for hanging out with us and uh, especially all the producers, the uh, the patrons uh, that are in the producers chat, because our production um, text chain that we have makes me laugh all the time. Yeah. The shit that goes on in there, and I think your daughter agrees with me. And um, yeah, she just went blah blah blah, blah and, randomly for no reason. But I I enjoy that production chat because there's some weird shit that goes on in there. Hell yeah, dude. We say the N-word in there constantly. Yeah. <laughs> the FBI is going to subpoena our texts. Well, we'll see. And then we'll get canceled, and then we'll never have a, a million-plus download podcast. Yeah, that's all right. We'll just lose a Spotify deal over it. Yeah. Like Are you going to ask me what, what I want my thing to no, be? No, because I don't care. All right, well, let's leave. <laughs> all right, Jacob. What, what, what do you want your last thing to be to, to say Red before the end of the year rotisserie chicken more like rotisserie chunkin am i right <laughs> that wasn't funny because i'm catching them better do better i can't i'm sorry <laughs> that's all i've got <laughs> what are you gonna do for christmas dinner what do y'all got planned 
Rotisserie Chunkins. Rotisserie. You know what? That's a t-shirt idea. Rotisserie Chunkins. I like it. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's make it. What, what are we doing here? Why? <laughs> why are we even doing this podcast? Go make the t-shirt, Jason. Are, are you a, y'all? Are you guys eating turkey or ham for Christmas? Ham. 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 Ham is a is a Christmas dinner thing. Turkey's Thanksgiving, I think, and New Year's is also ham, which really sucks that they're both ham. Yeah, so close together. I think I'm gonna get a bunch of spam and then mold a turkey <laughs> out of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I'm gonna make I'm gonna bring some boosy breakfast potatoes this year. Ooh, that's what we could. That should be our next uh, Patreon uh, dinner that we do with patrons. We could do a spam. Molded turkey and some uh, some boosy potatoes, or we could make a video where we drive to all the local waffle houses with potatoes and see which one cooks it first. <laughs> I mean, I'm around here, probably the first one you go to. They'll be that's like, a, "Sure, let me see that potato." That's a fantastic clean content video. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Well, that's gonna uh, wrap up our year for 2023. Um, sorry, I, I brought us down a little bit, but I, I had to get that off my chest. That, that was some stuff that was bugging me the other day. That's okay. This is all stuff that we've been meaning to talk about for so long that like the magic didn't even happen. We, we've been sitting on it for so long. It didn't feel organic anymore, which is why we're going to do host episodes more often next year. Yeah. I think we're going to shoot for uh, at least one hostful episode every month, even if it's a, a Patreon uh, extra episode because uh, we know you guys like like it when we do the uh the the just the hostful episodes and i'm not ca- talking about the headliners like i love doing headliners that's probably my favorite thing to do so we should do one of those at least every other month and have have some of our favorite guests come on and do them with us that's literally the plan that i told you that we're gonna do i know and that's why you're not supposed to like <laughs> tell them what we're talking about behind the scenes stupid I'm the ideas guy. He makes it seem like I'm not, but I'm the only one with ideas. All he does is produce the podcast. Hey, this... I have the good ideas. Hey, it's all me. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of work behind the scenes here. I can't do everything, Jacob. No, I know. If you if you could, then you would only need me to be the funniest co-host. That's all you would <laughs> need me for. <laughs> uh, and on that note, yeah, yes, we we do have a battle plan for the next year, and we've talked about this. We we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys. But we're gonna have a good, no, not a good 2024, Jacob. We're gonna have a great 2024. I wrote a communist manifesto. Yeah, he did. But uh, but thank you guys for hanging out with us this year. Thank you for telling your friends about us. Go, go tell some of these comedians we've had on the show, like Neil Rubenstein and 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 who else have we had on? Steve Byrne, Mo Alexander, uh, Mo Alexander. Who, who are, do they know who who won our guest of the year by now or no? No, they do not. All right, so that I'm naming off all of our guests of the year, but you know, go talk to to Sam Miller, all the anybody that you've enjoyed on this show. Go online and tell them that you enjoyed listening to them on the Open Micers podcast. Because if anything is going to get people returning to the show, is people telling them how much they enjoyed them on this podcast. So that's your, your mission for this year, you lovely listeners. Go tell these people that you like them on our show. BJ DeBlay, do it or you're fired. Yeah, get our unpaid intern on all this. 
But thank you guys for hanging out with us. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and play our music here. And if you want to email us, email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. Go to openmikers.com. That's where our blogs are, the blogs, everything you need over there. Or you can just go to linktree slash openmikerspodcast when you can go everywhere you need to go. The socials, we even have Cash App and PayPal on there. So if you want to give us some money, that's a way to do it other than Patreon. We love you guys. We'll see you next year. Rotisserie chunkin' donuts. Rotisserie chunkin', baby. This podcast is brought to you by our mobile gaming partner, Globe Glider. If you like the fast-paced action of games like Flappy Bird mixed with the strategy of Balloons Tower Defense, then Globe Glider is for you. Making a donation to the game using our partnership will not only give you sweet in-game prizes, but also unlocks an exclusive open micers cape and helps a small indie gaming company thrive. Download Globe Glider now on the App Store or Google Play. We got to tell you guys about B Res Coffee Company. That's right. B Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by game. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out of this world chocolate and caramel flavored roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. This podcast is a Zoo House LLC production.